Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 Perfect with the light of the blood. Man, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so happy we got to do another one. Yeah, I'm, a pre- I'm happy that you got me here, man. I appreciate you taking the time out today to have me, man. Of course. I, You know, we're friends. We've hung. But I do want to give the history of our first podcast. Yeah. You want to yeah. say it? Or, I mean, I'll say it. Conway, Conway, the reason, you know, he watched our episode with Goose. Which I don't think I've ever said on the podcast, but that was the first episode Conway watched and like the reason he fucked with the program. So I always thought that was so cool. Just you you and me doing one in uh, your hotel room in Buffalo. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was that was that was that was the one. That's the one that, that that birthed a lot of things, man. And then to what almost. Yeah, like a year later, almost you just released. Rap Basil yesterday, man. Rap Basil dropped yesterday. It's going crazy. Like, I mean, I, I'm happy to have to be able to even have you on the project and be able to share, you know what I'm saying, this experience and this music with, like I say, my friends and fellow comrades and industry friends. You know what I'm saying? So this album to me is just a blessing to be able to do what I love with people that got that same passion and drive as me far as trying to get to where they trying to get to. Yeah, and I was shit like I I do the intro and outro on the album, which I'm honored to be a part of. But even if I wasn't, that shit's crazy, man. I mean, you got some amazing verses for some of the biggest names. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, shit, Smoke Dizza killed his shit. Capadonna killed his shit. Great God killed his shit. Compton Menace killed his shit. These are some of my favorite yeah. verses yeah. off that shit. Fuck it. Yeah. Styles P fucking Styles P went crazy. Crazy. Yeah, man. This project is still like a dream to me, man. I still wake up and I listen to it every day like it ain't even out yet. <laughs> How long had you when did the genesis of the idea come? Well, the idea came, you know, last year, talking with you. It all started with, you know what I'm saying, the introductory to everything, which was rap is art. That birth, you know what I'm saying? the child of rap basil you know what i'm saying so you know it was just a continuation and showing the elevation i always wanted to show people the elevation and the growth like between this year and last year you can see that growth far as production the, the networking everything is upgraded it's and it comes out in the project i mean rap is art is an amazing project but this is yeah. like like, like rap is art is like a three compared to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm but not like, but that. I love no. I love the creativity and 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 the 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 love that I put into rap is art. You know what I'm saying? Rap is art was 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 an idea that that came to life. You know what I'm saying? It's like having a child. That was my yeah. that was my first baby. <laughs> and you can see, as you said, like the connections. Like you're just growing and the people you're working with and it then becomes like a a national thing into an international thing, not just exactly. like a local level thing. I mean, like I tell people from the beginning, I've never been local. My mind has always been national and international. So now that I'm able to bring talent from all across the world together for a project and display that and still show that unity is is is, is major. And you, it is funny, like, you you have been keeping this one kind of on the D. You were just, like, head down working on it. I mean, because it's like I do so much, so it's like I can't really talk about everything. Like, I, I'm over here doing this for shots. I'm over here helping Goose with this video. I'm over here doing a project with K-Money. I'm doing so much, so it just be like, you know what? The best thing in the business is keep your head down and keep working. Let the work show for itself. Yeah. I think that's what um, I really like got from this album was I was like, God damn, especially like for all the different styles, like that one with shots and Caminos crazy, yeah. like the that's more. That. What's that? What lights lights on? Lights on. Lights on. Yeah, yep. yeah. and they spazzed on that shit. Yeah, they went crazy. They oh. went crazy. Damn, are we not allowed to say spazzed anymore? Didn't like uh, and, hey man, I, I said Lizzo, didn't Lizzo and fucking Beyonce get in trouble for that shit? 
I don't know, but we ain't gonna get in trouble. You know, the two buck boys can never get in trouble. <laughs> Isn't that shit so dumb that you they're trying to cancel people for like a word like spaz on like a rap song? Like Man, bro, they need to cut it out. It's a lot of things that need to be canceled, but they ain't canceling. They need to cancel out all this all this murdering music that's increasing these crime rates, but they ain't trying to cancel that. Why? Because they own the jails. They own the jails and they populate the music that get them in jail. Why would we stop it? It's double win for us. Yeah, they make them get money beforehand and then after. And they make it after. And the artists can't make no money in jail. Yeah, so like... Where do, so would, where does all that money go while you're in jail? To the label. Now, if you ain't get, if you can't get out in a four or five year term and, and audit them and have 150000 to do an audit, you lost. You need the yeah. It's like uh, yeah. It's it's like when they didn't have the, the and then they stop you ma- from making the money. Like they stopped the drill artists for performing at Rolling Loud this year. Like I was at Rolling Loud. Oh, Yo yo, yo yo! I'm back. Yeah, they stopped. They stopped. Wait, the, do you mind turning the phone sideways? I'll just edit it together so it looks nice. I won't. I think I this the way I had it at first. Oh, it's it's like has you like this, like it has you. Maybe you just switch it and then switch it back. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I'll just edit together so it looks nice. Gotcha, gotcha, my bad. Phone don't stop ringing, bro. Nah, nah, totally understand. All right, we're talking about rolling loud. You, all right, how do you feel about this then? So, like, how do you feel about like the drill artist not being able to perform at rolling loud? Like, I mean, I I felt I felt like they was picking on the New York drill artists, you know what I'm saying? But at the same same token, I understand what they're trying to do, trying to keep the violence down. But if you're going to eliminate the New York drill artists, then you got to say that. The, the godfather drill can't perform me. The chief keep can't perform me. The no drill artist should be able to touch the stage. Yeah. Just don't don't pick on certain ones because then it make it look like you just singling out certain artists. If, if it is going to be no drill, shouldn't be no drill rapper all across the globe. I don't care if they're from New York, Chicago, L.A., wherever they're from. And I was kind of joking about this at Rolling Loud, but like. They, the biggest artist that they have pop out like four times is Ice Spice. And I trust me, I like Ice Spice and I'm not I know she's not rapping about like violent shit, but that's a New York drill rapper. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like at the end of the day, it's like they're going to push the narrative that they want to push. So it'd be like, you know, this this game is funny. Like Ice Spice is, is, is the new hot crave. So, you know, if, if they giving her a million dollars. The marketing gotta be extensive. Yeah. So why not have a rolling loud four or five times? Everybody gonna bring it out. But you gotta understand, she the new sound in New York too. So everybody was trying to show that I was the first person to support this wave. Yeah, I and I I actually real people shit on her music, but I like it. I it's the same reason I liked Draco. Like I like that super low energy. Like you're rapping as if you almost don't care, but you do. <laughs> like you can tell she actually can spit, but it's almost like she's nonchalant with it. Definitely. I fucking have you. Rolling Loud was one of the craziest. I realized it was just a business venture. Like the reason they have it all over is like literally they brought us in i was with danny brown they brought mm-hmm. us in first the security there was crazy they made crazy. Us, they made us hop out of the car they brought like dogs in the car to search the car then like we go in and then they keep each artist like locked off in a different section 
So you can't like interact with the other artists. Yeah, so there's no confrontations. Yeah, they don't want some like Draco situation going yeah, down. Yeah, but they, it yeah. is very like there's no one. It is very like it's a bit. It's a bit. Uh, it shows, you know. After after a while, every festival turn into business. You got you got to think Lollapalooza, same way. At first, it was nice and fun. Now it's a business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because at some yeah. point, you got to understand it's going to be wins, it's going to be gains and losses. So you want to capitalize on more gains and losses. So then you got to tighten up your business structure. When you first start, it's more like a, it's more a learning curve. Now after that fourth, fifth, sixth one, you're like, okay, well, I know I got to have this, I got to have that, because I can maximize my dollar on getting this, I can get a sponsor to do that. So yeah. it, it definitely turns into a, a business all the way around. Because it's like you could have a... And I think... And I think that's what Conway learned this year with Drum Work Fest. That is not about, it's, it's just as hard as bringing the artists, but it's harder doing the business with it. Yeah. I think Conway handled it very well that even when his set didn't get, he mm-hmm. couldn't do his full set, he realized it was bigger than him. He exactly. realized it was like, this is, as you said, like a business, and you yeah. do have to treat it like that. And I think yeah. he handled that very well. And I think the next drum work fest will be amazing because I can't I can't wait to next year's drum work fest, man. Because like you know, I'll be on the drum on the phone with the drum every day, so it's a lot of things coming that's gonna be dope. So I just can't wait to see all my brothers get they just do, and, and be able to actually put out some projects to to attract the world. Yeah. So it's funny, like rolling loud and like music. I want to know what you think about this. So it's like I was thinking about this with rolling loud how. You can have a restaurant that's high class, five star. Mm-hmm. Everybody travels all around to go to that restaurant, but you're not going to be making as much money as McDonald's. Nope. Like McDonald's it's is more a, accessible. A McDonald's is a business through and through, and it's all about accessibility. Yeah. Now that's like festival. And I do think kind of like the pop music, pop rap is kind of like that. The more I think mm-hmm. about it. Close my door. It's like lowest comment, not lowest comment. It's what's the most accessible to everybody. What can make yeah. the most off your dollar? Yep, yep, yep. All do the you, way. Do you think there's a way for, like, how do you feel about that? How is it hard? Is it hard to, like, grow in music but also keep the authenticity? Always, always, because everyone is not going to be as authentic as you. And you got to learn that it's a business. You got to learn to take personal feelings out of your business. You know what I'm saying? So once you do that, you're going to elevate. And and I think that's the reason why I'm always in a good position because I don't really take nothing personal. Like, I understand it's a business at the end of the day. At the end of the day, we all got bills that got to be paid. We all got expenses. We all got stuff that we got to take care of. So if it's not making if it's not making sense for us to do it at that time, I understand it because it's a business. Personally, we can want to do whatever. Yeah. But if it's not right for us to do it on the business side, we got to wait. When did you and, realize that? Or not uh, to cut you off? I, I realized that at about 25 years old, I realized that. Um, because I did music so young, I was guided a lot early on. So I didn't really take care of a lot of business until I turned 17, 18. And then it was like, I had to learn that it's a business. It's not personal. Personally, you can kick it with these people all day, but when they get in them boardrooms, they totally act different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, I, I had to understand that. That was the hardest thing for me to understand and to learn. Because I'd be like, bro, we were just kicking it yesterday, but you ain't have my back in the meeting this morning. What happened? But at the end of the day, that man got a job. He can't jeopardize his job just to go up, just to ride with me on this. Understand some people will, but at the end of the day, other people care just not that way because people got people that rely on them. So I understand it. So you just got to understand. You got to understand both ends. You got to look at it as being outside the box. You just can't look at it as being you and what you need from it or what you're trying to gain from it. Yeah, because, like, you want to help everyone out, whether it be free stuff or whatever. You want to help everyone out, but that doesn't grow you as a business. Like, every artist 
is an LL like every artist should be an LLC. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean You were the first person to really tell me about that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like, my, honestly, I remember in Buffalo on our first podcast, me walking in and you being like, yeah, so I do this for my travel. I do this like. Yeah. Yeah. Because you it, it because if you don't. You're going to drain yourself financially. You want to return on your money that you spent some way, somehow, even if you if you come out of pocket with it. Go get you a credit card. Swipe it. When you go to out to lunch, two or more people say that receipt. That's a business expense. This was a business lunch. It's all type of pros and cons to what you're doing. Why you think the world has been operating so long? It's been, the world is built off corruption and loopholes. Everything got a loophole. But if you're not in tune with corporate America, you don't know these loopholes because that's not taught everywhere. Yeah, financial literacy. Financial literacy is something that's never been taught. I think that's what's really needed in hip-hop. That's what's needed in sports. Like, that's needed all across the globe. Like, financial literacy is key. I done seen people have millions of dollars and turn out homeless. Because they think it's going to keep coming. Yeah, they print it, but that don't mean they're going to keep printing it for you. Yeah. When do you think you should, like, when should somebody be ready for an LLC? When you decide you want to be an artist, before you when you start spending that money in the studio, go LLC yourself. <laughs> because now you're spending money. That's a business expense. You got LLC, that's a business expense. That's what the major label do. When the major label give you a $10,000 budget for studio, they writing that off. We the only dumb people that's not writing that off, coming out of our pocket for everything, and not seeing a return on our investment. Yeah. How do you start about it? Man, the first thing you do, first thing I do with anything is I get on the computer and I Google. I read. Read as much as you can on whatever it is you're trying to do. Be a student. Sometimes you got to fall back from being the forefront and become a student again. Never be scared to learn. Never be scared to, to be open to learning something new every day. Because the day you stop learning, the day you might as well shoot yourself. Yeah, what is Fonte says, uh, you're only as old as your ability to ability to accept new information. Yep, because you're going to learn something new every day of your life. And if you're not open to that, you might as well kill yourself. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing to yourself. Because you're not giving yourself that room to grow. You stand still. You stagnant. Yeah, like there's trying to teach like a like old people with technology. There's old people who just can't use technology. And then there's fucking CEOs of companies that are they 90 get it. years old. Exactly. It's that's what I'm saying. You're only as old as your ability to accept new information. Yeah. All right, so I do want to I do want to go. I want you to give like the steps of getting an LLC though. So you you did your research. Yeah. Um do your research and then normally I tell people this is the easiest way. To start your LLC, go to LegalZoom. Or go to a LegalZoom LegalZoom type of website. They got different competitors, but they all do the same thing because a lot of people don't understand how to fill out the paperwork themselves. Yeah, you can go down to your, your local state building and do it yourself, but a lot of people don't know how to fill out that paperwork. So I always tell people to go to LegalZoom and they'll walk you straight through it. They'll walk you straight through every step that you need. And then you got proof and access and you can print out everything that you need right then and there. So I always tell people, man, go to LegalZoom. So then you start writing stuff off. You start collecting receipts. And then, like, how do you see your return on investment? Back? Okay. Tax time come, right? You have this company that you LLC. They can be bucked up productions. You LLC this. You got all these business receipts. This is what you spent on your company, and this is what you made. At the end of the day, you can write off certain expenses. You can write off your travel. You can get 
uh, reimbursement for your gas. It's all type of loopholes and 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 and, and taxes and that you can get tax breaks you can get for just being an LLC or S corp or you know what I'm saying. So it, it just tell people to how you want to set up your business structure. It's all about being smart because once you get to some point where you're making a million dollars every year, you don't want to be getting taxed three hundred thousand. But I see a lot of companies do that because they don't keep adequate books. Or you make a million dollars, but your books is terrible. How did you make this income? Where did this money come from? Do you got receipts for these transactions? Every time somebody buy a beat, I'm sending you an invoice. That's my receipt. That's a, a history of my transactions. Anytime I do something, I need a receipt. Because all this is a write-off. No matter what company I'm writing it off under, it's still a write-off. Now, do you I have can get a break LLCs for, this. for different things? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every Everything of mine got an LLC. Now I'm working on a trust. Now, a trust is the reason why people like Rockefeller, Rockefeller have been around for all these years. They created a trust. So it's just basically saying that, say me and you created a trust, Sam. It's me, you, you put mom on there, I put my mom on there, dad on there. Now we got six people in the trust. We get a term life insurance policy for everyone in the trust. So now anytime, anytime something happens to the trust, our family replenish itself. So say for instance, I got we got your trust when you was your insurance when you was three years old. You died 97. You got 94 years of interest on top of what we put in there. Why can't your family sustain a good lifestyle and be rich forever? All we doing is keep creating that cycle. So now when you have kids, we gonna start them. When they start having kids, we got to explain this to them so they understand the structure. Create the generational, yeah. We had never fall off. That's why the Rockefeller stay rich. That's this is the reason why. That's why that's why you why you think the most recognized banks are trust. <laughs> I never even th yeah for real you just kind of blew my mind right there and, and then for with real, a trust yeah. bro the, the thing about a trust is I can go buy a half a million dollar house right now with the trust and pay it off with the trust and not have to come out of my pocket nothing you know why because that interest and collateral was in the trust you're just so loaded of, you're just learning this shit off google bruh I learned that part off Google, and then I'll be just, I, I got a lot of minded people around me, so we'd be having these conversations. No, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> your financial literacy, uh, literacy oh, where man, did it come? My financial literacy started off, off Google, though, and then it was just me understanding, you know, because my first credit card I got when I was young. What up, boy? My first credit card I got when I was young, so, you know, you didn't know what to do. You matched that sucker out. And then you wake up two weeks later <laughs> and you see, you wake up two months later, you see this statement like, oh shit, I didn't understand it. So when I understand the financial literacy and understand what my credit score was and how this number affected me, and I got tired of spending cash. It's good having cash, but it's better having credit. You will spend all your cash. Credit going to take you the long run. I can spend, I can pay minimum amounts on this, on this, on this credit and keep rolling. Yeah. And keep a good credit. And keep a good credit. Now, my credit, A1, I can go get, oh, man, my credit limit now, I got a card, $60,000 limit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got to think, we got parents and grandparents that got credit cards at those limits. It was just us not understanding the game. That's what I told my grandma. When I understand the, the 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 credit game, I'm like, yo, just make me an authorized user. I don't want a car. I don't want nothing. You know why? Because you retired. You pay all your bills on time. Just let it age on my credit, because your good credit, your good payment history gonna make my credit look great. 
So, and then it's about the game. The music industry is the same way. When you think they sign you, what you think you signing up for? <laughs> when they give you that advance, where you think that money coming from? Yeah. And what do you think you're supposed to be doing with that money? I tell people, find something that's going to generate you more money. Figure it out. Don't try. First thing what, what artists they do is when they get their money, they want to go buy this big ass house, this nice ass car. Don't live outside your means. Upgrade your life, but don't live outside your means. Mm. Just because you got you just got a lump sum of a hundred, uh, 500000 a million dollars, don't mean that million gonna keep coming every month. Yeah, for thirty five thousand dollars, you can buy a brand new Subaru or a two thousand twelve BMW that's gonna cost you triple that to fix. Just okay. And if you want to be somebody that drives slick, okay, you can. You got your LLC now, right? Okay, cool. It's all type of cars that you can go and buy and write off. You can get a fucking Tesla and write it off in your business. It's certain Teslas you can get and put it under your business name. You're blowing my mind. You really <laughs> are on this one. Like, bro, like, so you can't tell me. I see it all day long. Why you think all the funeral homes got Teslas? It's a a tax write-off. Or all the business dudes in the big G-Wagons. In the G-Wagons. Yeah. I think we need to see more funeral homes with G-Wagons. You can hold a couple bodies in the back of that. I'm just saying, like, you know, you see the funeral homes have all the dope shit. So it's like, you got, but it's all the businesses. If you look at any Tesla on the road now, Nine times out of ten, they got a business license plate. Nobody's personally driving a Tesla on a personal credit nowadays, unless you really have it that way. But why would you? Because the value going to appreciate. So why not put it in the business? And that's why people listening, and I'm not saying this in a dickhead way. I'm saying it in a real way. Why the best artists aren't the biggest artists. And this isn't Uh, anything. This isn't literally anything. I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about comedy. I'm talking about an art like painting. I'm talking about if you want to start a company to make fucking vapes. Vapes. Like it's not the best product. It's who can who's the best business mind. Who's the best mind. Like Dame Dash didn't ever always have the best product, but he had the best mind and the best mouthpiece at the time. You got to understand your ability. And when you understand your ability, don't back down. Like I told you, what I tell you when we was in Buffalo, Sam, don't ever take no for an answer. Yeah. They might tell you no, keep going. That yeah. no going to turn into a yes. Or that maybe going to be that day where you're going to get that call like, yo, Sam, Benny wants you to come to the studio. I've been waiting on this. I ain't know how it was going to come, but it comes. You just got to keep pushing. And like don't take say, shit personally, bro. Put your like head down and keep working. Don't take shit personal because nothing because is personal. The people who have been dicks to me have ended up helping me out the most in the end. And I understand now why they were dicks to me in that moment. Cause everyone's new coming into the scene, especially exactly. me. I, yep. Like I get like why people wouldn't want to talk like accept me in the beginning, but yeah. don't take any of that shit personally because I but, it does, good but look, they gotta accept you. You know why? Like I always told you, Sam, you always on a fucking neck. They gonna no matter if they accept you or not, they gonna respect that grind. Yeah. They gonna respect what they see, that consistency. And that's why the game is what it is. That's why I tell people, that's why I always preach this to shops. Bro, let's just drop music and be consistent. All we got to do is be consistent. The consistency will win. Consistency always win. That's proven in the pudding with music. It really it's is. Proven. It's proven yeah. in life. All you, the people that, that fail are the people that quit on themselves. You fail the moment you quit because you never know when that, 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 that outbreak, that, that break was coming. But if you quit, you're never going to see it. Ever. Ever. You're the... You are you get what you deserve. You're the person holding yourself back. You get what you manifest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you manifest greatness and you put in that work to 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 get to greatness, it's gonna come. Because look at what like 
you already were like you developed yourself where you're from and then you went to Buffalo and now you're working with some of the best artists in Buffalo. Yeah. Who would, <laughs> you, I, you know what I, I mean? Though? I, I wouldn't, if, if a person would have ever told me that I was going to wind up being in Buffalo, going back and forth to Buffalo, working with Griselda and drum work, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have never believed it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's just how things, it, it's, I just thank God. God believed, you know what I'm saying? God did that. I can't take nobody credit from nobody but God. He did that. Yeah. He did it. I, I didn't know what that mission was. When I met you last year, we ain't know where we was going. We just knew we knew where we wanted to go, but we ain't know how we was gonna get there. Yeah. At all. At all. We were it was just well, we had that vision on knowing where we wanted to go. We ain't know how to what car we was gonna take. How we was going to get there, what it was going to cost. We just knew where we wanted to go. And our consistency and our grind kept us on that process. And that's what I, I respect about you. And I, But that's what I love about Buffalo is because I think that's why we were both drawn to it is yeah. that mentality of it doesn't matter what you've got. You just do it. You just yeah. do it no matter what. Yeah. And like you, I mean, shit, you have so much like. We haven't even touched on a tenth of the shit that you do or you yeah. have done or any of that. And, you know, that's not really what this convo is, but it's true. Like, you just released an amazing album with some of the best names in rap that's at a quality that's higher than anyone else's. Like, I'm not a big fan of... Appreciate that. I don't like when people just do it to be like, oh hear the names I could get. That's not what yours is. Yours is, oh, here's the best quality product, and this just happens to be who I'm on it. Like, yeah, you exactly. and Long Live DJ Share, the two best, like, co compiled albums I've heard in Man. a long, long time. And, you know, that was crazy, because I wanted to drop the same day that DJ Shay dropped, but I was like, you know, I respect what Shay did and, and how he had that vision. He seen them boys being great before they seen themselves being great. And I and I and I had to think back on myself. I'm like, I see that with a lot of artists that I work with. Like every artist that's on this project, I see them being great, even if they don't see themselves being great. I gave artists looks that they probably they probably would have never thought I would get at Aliyu. But it was just like I see that greatness in you. I believe in you. This is my way of showing you that I believe in you. I'm gonna put you on the highest level that I can help put you on. You want to you want to play with the pros? I right, look. This is what I can do. Now take your best shot. Because I know I'm gonna put my best foot forward. I'm gonna get on the floor and do what I got to do. Yeah. How do you how do you see that in an artist? Like, what is it? Is it the energy? Is it the grind? Like, it, it, it's 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 multiple things. Like, because I didn't have artists that had the energy but didn't have the grind. So for me. It, it's on the genuine person. I want to see how you are as a person first. Music, anybody can do music. I can make you sound good. We can we can write. We can have some writers make you a hit. The industry made that all day. I need to know what type of person you are because if you empower the wrong person, you building the wrong beast. So I deal. I deal. Everybody that I work with, I know on a personal level. Like I can call you or I can. Even when we see each other, we know it's all love. Like, you know how we kick it. Like, I have a personal connection. So it's like, I got to see how you are as a person. Because I didn't power the wrong people before. I didn't put wrong people in positions that shouldn't, in positions that they shouldn't, they didn't deserve. And they fucked over the opportunities because they wasn't ready for that, that opportunity. And it might not even be because they're, I've done that too with friends. Like you want a friend to win. You want the best for yeah. your friends. So you'll give them anything, but then they don't even and have I mean, that. They deserve it. Yeah. They don't have that nugget in them that you have in you. And so they're just gonna, and they're going to make you look like a fool in the end. Cause they're, people are going to be like, Oh, he made a wrong bet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but in life that happens, sometimes you make the wrong bet. So you got to understand, like you got to, you got to take it as a toe, all right? That's a learning lesson. It's not a loss. It's a learning lesson. 
Yeah. We didn't empower a lot of the wrong people, but we didn't learn from it. And now we understand who to empower and not to empower and what signs to look for in people to be great. Learning because yeah. everything is a trial and error, bro. Like I didn't I didn't get to, to, to this level the way I'm at without bumping my head against the wall. I didn't get to even like I tell people, even with, with rap Bowser, bro, it was a lot of sleepless nights and me trying to figure it out because chasing verses, I bet. Like bro, it, it's not it's not even that. It's like some of the tracks you gotta understand everything came how it came. I didn't mastermind it coming. It was like everything started with a verse. <laughs> Every track started with a verse. And then ideas came from there. Then I got, oh, I can put, oh, I can, I hit, oh, I hit this on this. I can hit this on this. I need to reach out to this. Serving the base started with last I was, year. We talked. I so think the we base started last year. Well, we were, all, when I did your, when I did your yeah. show. Yeah. Like serving the base, we, that, that happened. Last year, Benny the Butcher came through Chicago right after the Griselda tour, um, and I got a chance to see bass. And that's when me and E Murder really locked in. And uh, it was dope because his energy. I knew when I heard his voice, I'm like, ooh. I told him that night, I said, bro, I'm going to send you something tomorrow. Just give me to tonight. I went home and made that beat. The next day, I called you. I say, Sam. I just made this crazy ass beat. I'm finna send it to Fuego. I played two of them for you though. One was the serve the bass. The second one was the I'm from the streets with the with the Jay Z. Yeah, the one that you ended up saying. Yeah. So boom, Fuego did his verse on that shit. I heard that verse and it was so crazy. I'm like, yo. Y'all go get that. Sam, we back, man. We back. No problem. People will not leave. Trust me, this is a busy day for you. I understand. Man, it's day two of the album, man. It's it's 48 hours in, man. And the numbers is looking crazy. Yeah, like almost like 20,000 streams. That's crazy. Congrats, man. For real. Man, congratulations to us, bro. We did this shit, man. Like I, I want to dap you up, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, bro, because I was like, because it's funny how the intro came, though. I got to tell you this. Shout out my boy Stan, because I was like, yo, Stan, I want Buck to be on an album, but I just got to figure it out. And we were smoking. I was in Buffalo. He was like, two, you tripping, bro. He like you tripping. You know how you use Sam. I'm like, how? He was like, bro, the tour guy. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you right. Shout I out. Said, to oh. I said, that's why you my nigga, bro. I said, that's why. I hit you instantly like, yo, Sam, I got it, bro. I know what I need. I know how I need you to do it, bro. And I ain't going to lie. You went in there and knocked that out the box, bro. When you send me that shit, I was like, yo, wait a minute. You just can't do them like that, Sam. You got to do the outro, too, bro. (laughs) Shout out, Stan, for that. But, man, that was mad fun. I think I have a video. I think I have a video of me going and recording it. Like, Come on, man. I need that. Yeah, I'll send it to you. Because I'm pretty sure. I think I wrote it. Like, I typed it on my phone right there and then recorded it immediately. Like, it was like a bop, bop type thing. I know. I remember. That was you fun as hell. That was fun as hell. That was but so- yeah. The serve the base though. 
That was the first track you got. That that was the first that was the first track after the intro, and that was actually like one of the first joints that 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 preserved the album. That's why I was right after the intro because bass went crazy on the, and then it was like, yo, we got to put some of that Chicago flavor on here. Like I always try to bridge the gap, and I always like my brother ESCDs, Mickey Hunt. I'm like, yo, these niggas some dope artists. What's up, Sam? They What's need they, they need that What's look. So I'm just like, yo, I need y'all on this record, bro. Let's make history. Like, Chirac to, to Hartford, man. Let's let's do it. Like, because he was talking that talk. And I'm like, for him to be accepted in Chicago the way he talking, I got to put him with them, them guys in Chicago. And that's going to solidify him. So when he come here, he all love. It's love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, yo. I sent it over to him. He like, yo, this joint crazy, bro. Everybody went crazy. And it's funny because hey, everybody. Sam, fuck, he being mighty. Sam, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Ask him. He sent about two in the morning. I checked the email. He said, just check the email. <laughs> hey, Sam, the shit was crazy, man. That when I first is- heard that beat, no, he- fuck any vocals. The fucking beat, Sam, that beat is crazy. I tell him that every time sample, I hear it. Yeah. yeah. That beat is crazy. Then bass came and just set the basses up. All me and Mick had to do it. You know, do what we have to do. But I, my bad, Sam, I had to say that. <laughs> nah, up, y'all killed it. That track's fire. And, man, to use a future sample like that and be able to, can't, like, salute on some real shit. Because I felt like when I first heard Serve the Bass, like, I love for real. Like, you know, I'm a producer at heart, so I love for real. I love yay. So when I heard Serve the Bass, I'm like, I want to touch this. And then Fuego bass, I'm like, yo, it's only right. Like, it, it, it all, and it all came together. It was just like me just, like, having a puzzle in front of me. And I just had to yeah. create the, put the pieces together. Was that together. the first track you got on the, on the album? That was the first verse I got. That wasn't the first complete song. That was the first verse I got. Um, but that wasn't the first complete song. That was maybe... The now the complete song was maybe like the fifth complete song once I got actually into completing the records because everything like I said everything started with a verse like lyrical assault started with Jerry Jan Benton going crazy yo bro, I, so crazy you know, on that you know I that I going, you I saw like, when I saw that track list I texted you about him immediately that's that's one of my like I don't yeah. like I don't know I love his music for I always have. Bro. Bruh, that track was, he went so crazy. I'm, oh, I'm like, who, who, who can I get to match this type of energy? I'm like, I got to call them hitters for this. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I loved, it was mad funny because you were like, you, you told me you had a, you were pushing the album a little bit because of a special guest. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, who's that going to, I I was like, you got to give me something. And it turned out being fucking Dizza. That is the desert joint, yeah. And yeah, he was, that it was actually the desert. That one twins. went stupid. What E? Shout out E Murder. Yes, but when <laughs> Bay nosy fuckers has been in my fucking man, bro. <laughs> what he thought, yo. <laughs> you know, Murder get on there talking that talk. I told him with SKE. <laughs> SKE, you know. S- SKE event. He the he the young veteran at this shit, man. He's been around forever, but he just getting his feet wet, bro. I always kill everything. Like my brother is a dog. Like I keep telling SKE, like, bro, I need you to be consistent with dropping this music. Just feed yeah. these people. Feed he told me people. he has music from like five years ago with some of the biggest names that he's still. Bro, he still, bro, bro, holding on to some records. Like I spent, I spent. A weekend in, in, in Queens with him, you know what I'm saying? And, and Elmont with him, and and bro, I done heard some stuff. Me and him got four or five records. Like we got an EP. Like I got <laughs> listen, man. Wait, this, so I'm not like, done. How did that Dizzy track come together? Shout out my boy Twan. Um, that's his uncle. You know what I'm saying? Um, last time I was up in New York, I had went and kicked it with him, and they had opened up the spot for me. And I had just told Dizzy then, like, bro, I just want a verse from you, bro. Like, a lot of niggas sleep on you, like, Kush God, nigga. <laughs> I just kept talking that shit. I'm like, bro, a lot of niggas sleep on you, bro. Like, I really fuck with you. Like, I just want to send you something. But if you fuck with it, you fuck with it, man. Like, just let me. I sent him that beat. He said, bro, 
Then when the verse when the verse came back, I knew he loved the beat so much when he gave me the hook and the verse. I'm like, oh. yeah. Oh, uh, and I for said, you to oh. save the verse till the end. Oh. <laughs> but see, I, but I know people. I'm like, everybody gonna get on here and want to hear what Smoke got to say. I need y'all to get on here and see what my niggas got to say. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Smoke already doing a hook, and everybody versus fire. It leads up. Smoke come through and just knock it out the park. It's like they loaded well, up the bases. That, that's 100% true, but I didn't even know he was going to give a verse. Like, I honestly was like, damn, this is a fire hook. This is a fire hook. I but heard that's what you thought he was. And, and then when I heard him, I was like, wait, is he spitting some bars right now, too? That yeah. shit blew. I'll yeah. tell you, I was. Yeah. it was 5 a.m. It was 5 a.m. I was driving back from New York from Rolling Loud. Literally, like, that day was one of the best days of my life. Listen to my that. Boy, that was Danny. Always. He was with Danny again, man. And Ari, I was at the Comedy Cellar with Ari Shafir, who's my favorite comedian, yeah. and Danny Brown, who's one of my favorite rappers. And then to listen to that album, bro, like, that shit, it rounded off the best day I, of my life so far. Man, bro, I, I'm just happy that I was I was able to be able to be like, yo, I can go on to Instagram, Facebook, and I can type in Sam Buck, and they pop right up. I'm like, yep. I'm like, I'm like, yo, that's dope, man. Like, bro, you you killing. Like, you know, you on a crazy run, bro. Like, and, and it's only the beginning with you, bro. That's why I keep telling you, like, next time we sit down, I'm going to tell you how it's going to be. You're going to have that same artwork. But you're going to be in the studio, bro. You're going to be in the studio. I yeah. always tell you that. I always tell you that. You're going to be the you're gonna be the king of this shit, bro. That means... Conway uh, gave you the title. He gave you the title, man. <laughs> man, that means... The title. Oh, yo, yo, can you show... Can you show... Can you show what you got? <laughs> yeah. you know, we Chicago till we die, man. Southside forever, man. Shout out to the Sox, man. You said it was the year you started off by going, This is the year of the big chain. <laughs> yeah, the big chain, man. <laughs> Benny hit him at the rolling loud. I say, Man, I gotta pull it out, man. You gotta <laughs> I gotta pull it out for it, man. That shit's, I love that <laughs> shit. That's you know, all. I always, you know, I had to debut this for the Sam Buck, man. So, Sam, this is how we gonna do the, this is how we gonna do the, pro, the, uh, the, the, the script check. Oh, the thumbnail for this. I'm taking a screenshot of that. (laughs) (laughs) We gonna thumbnail that joint like this. You know what I'm saying? But no, Cub fans, Madison. Hey man, it's all good. Cubs fans don't like Sox fans anyway, so I'm cool with that. (laughs) We still go up to Wrigleyville and make them mad. (laughs) That's why I say, Sam, you at a Cubs game? Oh. Next time you come back, we got to take you to the outside, bro. Yo, it was $10, and they were mad. Yo, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Fuck the Chicago Cubs and fuck the stadium. They were racist as hell to my boy there. My boy. He had a jungle jungle boy's hoodie, and we were going to sit down, and the dude who's like, tickets, and he he goes, like, What's a jungle boy? And he goes, Oh, it's like it's like a it's a smoke company. And he goes, like, oh, so are you a jungle boy? And it was like, what the f-? he was just being wild. I was just wild, bro. Fuck fuck. That's Rick why Rick that's that's why listen, listen. Fuck Rick no Rick disrespect. Rick. But everybody from Chicago know Wrigleyville is not where we go. We only go up there when the Sox play. <laughs> now, if it's a cross town rivalry, we'll go up there. But other than that, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Are those cross, cross town rivalry games crazy though? Yes. I feel like, I feel like Bro, you got, that's when you need to come. That's when you need to come because I'm a look. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go to a we gonna that's when we're gonna go to a boat game. We're gonna go to a Sox. And then we're going to go to a Cubs. Yeah, bro. All right. All right. I want to go to the Sox now because I was kind of like, fuck. Now I was like, fuck the Cubs. Fuck all that shit. Sox way better, bro. Southside way better. And and it, because so- the Southside is more down to earth, bro. Wrigleyville is, is 
What else we got? I got the uh, I got some coming with with Crazy and um, I I lie Prime. Oh really? Yeah, Shout out yeah. We got that uh, Mega Powers coming. Mega Powers. I don't mean to cut you off, but everybody who's listening should go check out the Allah Prime episode of Bucked Up because that shit was real. He's he's such a down to earth dude with a crazy story. That was very like, uh, yeah. he's, he's awesome. Um. What else? What else, man? It's so many. I, I, oh, me and Vincent the Owl got another one coming. Uh, me and K Monty sophomore project on the way. I still think about when we were driving around Chicago and you played me that project for the first time. That one <laughs> yeah. was you and Vincent yeah, the that Owl. Too that shit, yeah. Because I, I knew, I knew you heard of Vincent, but I'm like, I gotta let you hear Vincent. Like, yeah, and that project, <laughs> that project was different. I feel like that's and one. Did you that- say you got the artwork from some like? Was it a Russian yeah, or a Chinese? A Russian girl did the artwork for that. Yeah, that's great. Killed right. it. Yeah. Killed it. Killed it. Yeah, man. Uh, we got a lot of work on the way. Like, who are the artists you're working with right now? Like, who are you? Got, like, I mean, like, who are you, like, managing and stuff? Uh, Shots. Really, I'm just really focusing on shots, getting all his stuff together. Um, hold on, bro. All oh. right, there we go. There we go. There we go. All right, so we got shots. I'm really just focusing on him right now, getting his stuff situated, um, getting it up and rolling, and getting him out because you know what I'm saying. That's always been a priority, but. Yeah, I had to be the test. I had to be the guinea pig to to test a lot of companies that I wanted to have him work with. So for me, being to show results would be the best way. Result would just be to do it for myself. Then I can show you because I got all the analytics, the insight. I know who to, exactly who to go to. Yeah, something. It's crazy. It's awesome how talented that like family is. Like just in the blood, the talent is crazy, crazy, and it also shows you how small Buffalo is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like um got a lot, man. But main thing is just getting getting shots shots shot situated. Um because nice you just got working. your project out so you can like focus and put yeah, your put like that's and that's what it was about. I'm like, bro, while you recording and getting everything together, I'm finna go and get this project out the way. So as soon as it's out the way, we can have you ready, locked, and loaded. We got all the artwork. I've just been waiting on the music. Because, yeah. you know, shots, shots went through a period where it was just like, I don't, I'm not recording right now, bro. And then we switched the sound. We like, look, we not we not drilling like that no more. We finna go, we finna get in the lane. We got to do what makes sense for us. <clears throat> so with that being said, he went back in the lab and, and the music just been crazy. I ain't going to lie, like. I knew he had to. I knew he had it in him, but he 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 now he know he got it in him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you when you when you take an artist from what they listen to and bring them back to a sound that they just they like, I can do it, but that's not their priority. And for him to do a total switch like that and lock in on it, because he sees that he sees how it's been welcoming 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 to his peers when they hear it. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got to stick to this right now. Yeah. You said you were working with a wrestler. Can you talk on that or not? Yeah, man, we we working on something with um our truth. Got some things going on with our truth. You know what I'm saying? We y'all finna see our truth more and more on the music side. Um, shout out to WWE. You know what I'm saying? So y'all might see some WWE our truth events coming to Buffalo real soon. Um, so just 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 study connecting and elevating. You know what I'm what saying? Just trying to make all moves make sense. Put- what do you think the connection between like rap and wrestling is right now? Huge. Huge. Because you got to remember in a black household, we grew up watching wrestling. Everybody grew up watching wrestling at some point. You alive. You said you ain't never watched a wrestling match. You know what I'm saying? And then to think about how it influenced hip hop and how they intertwine the two, it's only right that you entwine the culture. With the realness and authenticity, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, for a minute, WWE rap was 
<laughs> bro, I didn't even know. Someone told me Cena went platinum, and I was bro, like, yes, I didn't, went platinum. I didn't even know, bro, I didn't. Bro. And you, you like know, how? He... But you got to remember, WWE got his own fan base. Yeah, you know, he was my graduation speaker at high school. <laughs> John Cena, for real, man, that's crazy. Uh, but so, anyway, no, I didn't. That's yes, but now it seems like it melds well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because hip hop culture has inf- has influenced it more. The authenticity of hip hop culture has inf- have been more accepting to it and and pulling from it. You know what I'm saying? As far as the themes and a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you think it's like? You, it's not you don't have to take like it's not like you have to take yourself so seriously that you can't enjoy things that are fun also i mean it lets you it, it lets you know that music is still entertainment same as wrestling it's entertainment yeah it, yeah <laughs> all of this is entertainment but it, it brings the two worlds together and it just shows someone with passion, like shit, like yeah. Ian West be passionate about wrestling and rap. As much it as music, matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter if even if you like it, it just shows up. Like, I have a friend, Jimmy Cash. He's mm-hmm. a touring comedian, tours the country like theaters. He has some one of the. He's like a huge TikTok star too. He's also a janitor. <laughs> Like on some real shit, but it yeah. loved it, and he was like so passionate about it. Complete. It doesn't really matter what the other thing is. It's like this with rap. Like yeah. I'm not. It would be corny if I tried making music now. Like yeah. if I just started being like, nah. Oh, I yeah, I'm gonna drop all, this Sam Buck yeah, album. I did rap. all this just to start rapping. That would be corny as hell. Yeah. It's not because of that. It's because I love it as a fan. It's a. It, and that's why people gravitate to you because it's authentic. It's authentic. Your love for the music is authentic, bro. It shows. You ain't, you a fool if you if, if you think Sam under otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. What happened to your radio show? I miss it, man. Oh, man. I still got it. I still got it, man. You know, it's work, man. I had to focus. You're busy with everything else. Yeah, I I had to focus. And then, you know, we were supposed to be on tour. So it was like I couldn't do the radio show on tour, but I was going to do it on tour and just use all the artists as guests. But then tour got canceled. So it was just like it's a lot. It's a lot. And then I was focusing on the album. You were going to go on the drum work tour? Yeah, I had to go because, you know, Shazzy was going. Would you be DJing or no? Oh. Coming soon, coming soon, man. Coming soon. We got we we got some things in the work. I just break some exclusives. Yeah, you just brought some, brought some exclusives, man. But yeah, we got some, we got some shit. We got a lot of stuff coming with shots, man. We got a lot of you know what I'm saying. Bringing this show to another level. Um, just leveling them up, man, because it's that time. The yeah. world want to see that growth, so now we finna bring it to them. And I think when that tour happens, it'll happen at the right time. Exactly. And that's what you I said. Because I felt up. like, because I, I told everybody, I'm like, bro, you got to remember, this tour just had us scrambling for like, everybody was scrambling because it was just like out the blue. It's like, oh, we got 30 days before tour. Damn, we just came back from Trail Work Fest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so, it's, it's funny because I get that now where it's like, Someone, I have a friend who works as hard as me, and I work as hard as me. But for us to work as hard as we do together is a whole different level. Like, mm-hmm. I can't imagine scheduling something like a tour where it's eight artists and all the people and everything that has to go along chaos. with the it's chaos. openers. It's chaos. It's, but that's what you have to do. Like, yeah. it's like a baseball player. Back in the 70s, like they could have been good in the 70s, but they suck compared to the players now. Right now, yeah. The amount of work you have to do on top of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What what is your next focus? Are you focusing on just like shots and pushing him next for now that you have the album out? Yep. And um, just still, you know, still working on other projects. Um, But the main focus is just getting getting shots out and getting this music to, to the people. And uh, you're doing a booklet for Rap Basil? Oh, yeah. We got the Rap Basil book coming, and then you can be looking out for the Rap Basil 
be looking out for the uh, looking out for the rap boss who coming to a city near you. That's all I'm gonna say. Next year, I'm I'm trying to really do something. I'm gonna see if I can finally get my brother and company and friend with me for at least about three or four shows. See if we can really do this rap boss thing for like four cities, man. Damn, you better do one in Massachusetts. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to because I got um, you know, we got I got Philly, I got New York. I'm working on a spot in Buffalo. Yeah, we can do mass. I'm gonna be pulling up. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to have you on it with me. I'm working something. Let me I'm working know. something. We don't have uh, to we don't have to spoil anything. No, nah, we ain't gonna spoil yeah. it, but it, it couldn't be a rap boxer tour without my tour guide, man. That's all I'm <laughs> can't have a rap boxer tour without my tour guide, man. Man, yeah, it's gonna be we looking at next year though. Um just trying to get everything together. I'm still gathering all the actual prints and everything because you know all the artwork was actually hand drawn and painted. So we got getting everything together for the official rap. Shout boxing. out Craig. Shout, shout out, Craig. out Craig. Shout out Craig. Shout out Kip. Yeah. Shout out Plot God. Shout out, shout uh, out Plot God, yeah. Nero. Shout out everybody who's done graphics with me for this project here, man, because it's officially is the rap Basel. And I can't wait to present y'all the rap Basel next year full of this exclusive merch, these artwork, this artwork. And see if I can get my tour guy with me, man. See if we can act the fool for a couple of days. Man, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pop out. And everybody, go check out Rap Basil because it's it's out. It's a it's a classic already. That's what hey, look, man. Forty eight like, hours in, man. I done got so many emails. I done got so many messages of people saying it's a classic, and I'm just humbled by it, man. Because I just wanted people to be able to take this body of work and see that I'm really not playing and I'm putting my all into it and you know what I'm saying support it share it like it comment it put it in your motherfucking playlist play that shit till you're tired of it tell your friend play it till today tired of it and keep sharing it man and comment your Thank favorite you, song below comment your favorite song definitely, listen definitely. to it comment, comment your below. favorite song and be looking out for a lot of videos off that man just know we got a lot of videos in the works Man, I can't wait. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so happy we got to do another one, man. Yes, sir, my brother. I appreciate you. And we're linking up soon. You know that. Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're going to see each other in one of them cities. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, everyone. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.